It's high time that we recognize our instincts are here to serve us. People are hard to read. Work responsibilities are varied, complex, and overwhelming on even the best days. So why do we have such a hard time listening to our bodies, particularly in the gut region, when our bodies know what we don't long before we do? Don't even think about answering that. Allow me. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I'm going to do a little magic trick for you. First, I experienced terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things that happen to me and fellow entrepreneurs while we're building a business. And then, just like that, I snap my fingers. And I turn those experiences into the best stories, the craziest anecdotes, and the most cherished learning lessons for you to hear. How do I create all this magic? I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms. And we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. Is that you? Then join us at foundingmoms.com. This week, we're going to learn a little lesson from a businesswoman named Anat, who second-guessed her first impression, and we're just not going to let her do that, are we? It's time for a big business blunder. Meet Anat Yaniv. She's the founder of Tag Marketing Services that provides integrated marketing services and helps global companies enter the U.S. market. She has over 16 years of experience in the D2C and retail world across a broad spectrum of industries, such as beauty, fashion, auto, and marketplaces. She also has plenty of experience with culture shock. You know what I'm talking about. You walk into that new job and it feels foreign. New personalities, new processes. It's a lot of new stuff that starts with the letter P. I'll let Anat tell you more about it. I was working at a uh, big box retailer for four years. And then I got approached by another uh, big box retailer. And I was thinking it's a great opportunity for a promotion. So I took the call. And then uh, after a few interviews, I decided to accept a new role with the new company. When I started, I immediately felt the difference in culture. I was working a lot more hours. It was overwhelming. Um, and then in addition to that, a uh, few weeks into me starting, a new boss started, which is my first red flag where I wasn't even notified that I'm going to have uh, a new boss. Well, in reality, you know, he was hired uh, while I was hired. Oh, no. The new boss that started just simply did not like me. And later I realized that he actually, um, you know, known for bully women. Oh, no. The company culture was completely different than the um, previous company I used to work for, which I took for granted. For example, when I was taking the elevator, I was hearing, you know, people talking in the elevator, being so excited that they don't need to know to work weekends. And I said, you know, this is not normal to be excited for that. You should not work weekends. 
my boss slowly took away many of my responsibilities and he shifted into my peer, which was a male. I was working a lot more hours. I was coming home every day at 7, 8 p.m. at night, barely seeing my kids. And I felt like I was overworked, overwhelmed. And that was um, in, in 20... Um, 14, 2015, where, you know, work-life balance was less of a trend. Well, that's fun. A boss known to bully women? Shifting responsibilities from the women to the men in the workplace? Overworked and overwhelmed? Who doesn't want that? Nobody. Especially when you're the new gal in town. Your mind slowly silences your gut because you're probably just having transition anxiety. Or you're nostalgic for the place where you used to work. Or maybe it feels too early to speak up. And maybe that's not just a not. I also realized it was a culture of not asking questions. I'm, um, I'm a naturally curious person and I like to ask a lot of questions to understand. And the company has almost a culture of not asking questions. They did not like when people ask questions. A lot of uh, things has been done behind my back by my boss. And my biggest takeaway is that I should have asked in the interview questions about the culture of the company. That was my biggest mistake. I really feel for a nod on this one. She regrets not asking more in the interview. I mean, sure, okay. But none of us ever figure out the perfect interview questions to ask. Frankly, folks, this is our first reverse blunder on the show. And not did, wait, let me count them. One, two, three, oh, zero things wrong. There was nothing she could have done differently. You can't ask questions in a workplace that eradicates bad behavior. You can't suss out toxic culture in a formal meeting of any kind, let alone an interview. And you surely can't take on the blame, as Anat intimates, for showing up with very rational, professional needs, like asking questions to acclimate herself. And I know that Anat isn't the only one who feels foolish for not having figured it out sooner. Except that you can't. And that's the rub on this one. So what happened to Anat at the job? My husband and I had a discussion and we decided that I'm going to simply leave because I wasn't even able with the amount of work that I had to look for a new job. So after less than a year, I decided to quit. I took some time off and it was the best decision of my life. Hold on. There's more since she left. Aren't you so proud of her? I've made the decision to do a complete career change and shift into the startup world. I had to roll up my sleeves and start from scratch. Doing a complete career change is never easy, especially when you need to build a whole new network. But I slowly did. And throughout this change, I've gained new skills, so many new friends, and I've learned a ton. After working at several startups, this path eventually led me to launch my own business in 2022, and I now help global brands enter the U.S. market, which was always my passion. I mean, can you feel the love tonight? It's the best decision anyone could make under the circumstances. You entrepreneurs know exactly how hard her transition had to be. Going from corporate America to amassing a whole new audience? What are Anat's greatest lessons from her experience that she can pass along to you? 
So my biggest learnings are to really ask a lot of questions uh, before you join a company to make sure it's it's a good fit, but really also know when to walk away and recognize that it might not be a good fit. It's not easy, but it is essential. If you didn't know, now you know. As we always say, but never do until something life-changing happens to us. Trust your gut. It always knows, way before you do. Moving on takes courage, sure. But so many people before you have done that. It might be worth reaching out to people like Anand and lean on them for the wisdom they've gleaned from rotten situations so that you don't have to. And now, a word from our sponsors. We love to hear about the great successes of entrepreneurs, but it's easy to forget about the ups and the downs that define their stories. We forget about the emotional roller coasters that have shaped their lives. If you're looking for impactful stories that'll push you to persist in carving out your own professional path, you should check out And So She Left. Every Wednesday, Catherine Vasilopoulos shares the entrepreneurial journey of an extraordinary woman who left the safety, comfort, and routine of the corporate world to find purpose and fulfillment. You'll find inspiration in their personal stories, the challenges they've conquered, and the wisdom they've gained along the way. Catherine's a passionate storyteller, an engaging conversationalist, and an empathic listener, guiding you through those powerful conversations that'll leave you feeling empowered and nourished on both a personal and professional level. For anyone navigating the working world outside of the nine to five, and so she left, is the perfect companion for your entrepreneurial journey. You can find And So She Left wherever you listen to podcasts. Created by Cansolta and Ethan Lee. This just in. We've got a new review. It's by the great author, Etiquette B. And it's titled Short, Fun, and Useful. With a gorgeous five-star rating. It says, I so enjoy this podcast. Jill gets right to business, and I learn something from each episode. And I often laugh or gasp at the blunders. I'm a small business owner, and I recommend this show for all entrepreneurs. There's even a little heart face emoji at the end. Well, I heart face you, Etiquette B, and I really hope that you've inspired every listener to do exactly the same thing and leave a gorgeous review. Call, you don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave a message there. That way I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Anat Yaniv, Aaron Rice, and Lindsay Obermeyer for making this podcast with me. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.